Episode 7, Wing It Podcast, GooseDigital.com. Who do we have? Robin Kroll. Mark Finnegan. Kevin Butler. Michael Turksani. All right, welcome, Mark. Thank you. Mark's debut. First timer. Digital marketing manager. Indeed. All right. Uh, today we're talking about the top questions, burning topic of how to select a digital marketing agency and the types of questions you should ask part of that process how, during your evaluation. Does that sound about right? Yeah. yeah, it's interesting. We talked to a lot of organizations and there's probably two main camps. There's there's organizations that have used agencies before and they sort of have a bit more of a, an idea as to how to go and do that evaluation. And there's other organizations who've never done this before. So a lot of them will actually quite literally say, I've never done this before. What am I looking at kind of thing? I think there's this like weird sort of... Um, stigma that only large organizations need agencies mm -hmm. where it's actually all sorts of organizations need agencies it just comes down to their needs and their goals and what they're trying to do and their ability to go do it either independently internally or whether they need some support somewhere along the way to achieve that so let's think about this i mean you know we're in sales cycles every day basically talking to customers who are trying to make a selection and it seems like there's a couple of different aspects of every deal that we're in. I mean, one of them is going to be um, budget. You know, how, how do you mm -hmm. actually figure that out? So maybe we'll think of some leading questions that could help uh, to derive to a budget. Um, the rest is around like the account process and how are you actually going to like, handle us as a customer once we're kind of on board. And I think I throw the third one into be you know capabilities or mm -hmm. you know what are you really good at as an agency. And maybe I'd maybe reverse the order of that last one and go capabilities, then accounts. But maybe we should start with budget because I know oftentimes people struggle with um, their budget themselves. So if you're sitting there, how, how and in, these can be questions that you'd ask the agency or just questions that you should ask yourself as you set up. But how would you, what kind of questions would you ask to sort of suss out your budget? You mean internally, Oscar, yeah. when you're talking to the agency? Yeah, either yeah. way. Well, I think you have to, first of all, be clear on what you're trying to achieve, right? I mean, you know, going in with a blank piece of paper is never going to, it's never a good idea because there are just so many things you do. You need to be really clear on what your objectives are. So, Kevin, to your point, you know, for a, for a smaller company looking for an agency, it might be to fill in specific gaps that they don't have the, the resources mm -hmm. for, right? So there might be specific objectives. Um, certainly having a, um, a time frame because that's going to impact the, the budget you have as well. Mm -hmm. So trying to, you know, to, to sort of figure those out and, and having a, a range of, of numbers for your, for your budget, obviously. Um, you want to be able to, as you're talking to different vendors, you know, as you, you ask, let's say you have, you know, ABC on your list, um, and what they can deliver could be, you know, we can deliver all that within a shorter time frame, be a little bit more expensive, what's mo more important to you, mm -hmm. and then the add-ons. So I, I think it's, you know, good to have a framework and understand what you want the outcome to so be. So if you're not aware of the, you know, the landscape of, of costs that are out there, and, and you're right, you should have your requirements. So now I've got my requirements, I've got a good sense of like maybe what my first year looks like i think that'd be a good recommendation mm -hmm. to think about like you know at least a year out or more to get a sense of where this relationship is going to go 
But you even know, before all that, I like the idea. So there's your goals and what are you trying to do? Yeah. But also, you kind of hinted at this too or touched on it is um, take, taking that sort of idea, those goals and saying, what do we have internally that can either support some of that, a lot of it, not a lot of it? Because I think that's going to be... That'll help you to shape whether or not you need it, like how much to outsource. And then the requirements yeah. of what you need from a, a partner. But I think time and cost is interesting because a lot of what you're going to spend with an agency, it will be about... Uh, ultimately dollars spent for hours or days to do things. I mean, sure, there's technology costs that, but if you take the tech out, so, I mean, Mark, you're planning on a, you're planning customers retainers, you know, on a monthly quarterly basis. Um, they may not know that, well, you know, building XYZ tactic takes three, four, five mm-hmm. hours. So, I mean, what advice would you have in terms of you know, educating them as part of the process when they're looking yeah, I think I mean it's it's building out that 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 calendar, if if you will, I guess of what you like around your goals, what those next twelve months are going to look like, and then you got to break it down even further. Okay, so what do I got to achieve like this month in order to get me in the right direction, and then next month, and so on. And mm-hmm. but even the details in those steps. So I want more leads. Okay, well that's that content maybe a white paper or webinar and there's going to be a landing page a series of emails and then that plan the calendar plan that you're building that you're talking about is a level of detail that in some cases organizations haven't thought of they just said yeah yeah i want to do lead gen we haven't really done this before we want to venture into it and so an agency comes back and says well hey that's 30 hours of work or that's 50 hours of work whatever the number is and they say what and it's like no it's all the little details that you're talking about yeah is it is it as much about if, if you're trying to engage, we, you know, we speak to these clients and they don't necessarily have a fixed budget or have, have always done it before. So, you know, they, they, they have limits to their budget that they can spend, obviously, but they're, they're saying, okay, well, how much do you guys cost? But then you're saying, well, what are you really, what are you really trying to achieve mm-hmm. as part of that? So is it, is it, is a better question to ask maybe from a vendor perspective and then you educate internally is, um, how do you approach your planning? Like, what? How do you, as an agency, approach planning my my requirements to develop my budget on an ongoing basis, so that you can go through a scenario of okay, here's a scenario of lead generation, and then you break down a scenario with them, and then they can come back to you and help say, well, that would be thirty thousand dollars or five thousand dollars. Maybe that's a better way than say, what's your hourly rate? You know, if yeah. I thought of yeah. another question, what's your hourly rate? And I was like, well, maybe that, you know, that doesn't really tell you anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, but it, it is interesting and um, that, you know, very often when you when you go to an agency, you're, you're trying to achieve something that you might, you don't know fully how to achieve it, right? That's why you go to the agency. So you might say, well, this is my goal, but really have no idea of the details that it would take to get there. Right. I don't know if that, Mark, do you have conversations with clients on, on that level where you have to sort of help them explain the different types of steps? And Yeah, definitely. I mean, it's it's really just getting a really strong understanding of what they're trying to achieve. And then it's, it's coming up with this strategy that, that meets those goals. So understanding um, the audience, um, like, and that's that's where I guess I kind of have a bit of a challenge um, with this kind of hypothetical situation. It's like mm-hmm. it can be completely different from one um, one like industry to the next. Sure. Um, but yeah, it's 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 just really getting an understanding. Okay, this is what you want to achieve. This is the audience that we're going after, and then it's building the strategy around. Okay, this is this is their pain points. Um, 
and this is what we need to do X, Y, and Z um, in order to to get their attention and then to kind of get them to, to bite on whatever it is that we're, we're trying yeah. to sell. What about ROI? Like when you think about the budget and you say, you know, one of the main decision-making points about selecting an agency is, you know, how much is it going to cost to work with this company? You know, does ROI come into that, Kev? It's like brought I, up. Um, I think ROI is a tough one because part of what Mark's talking about is a structure and how to approach things. Mm -hmm. And I think, Robin, to your point, you're right. A lot of times if you're seeking support of an outside party, like an agency, you generally, I shouldn't say, a lot of the time you may not have a way to do that right. or sort of like a, an yeah. ability to do that. So ROI is sort of a nice to have. I think more, more of this is about an actual structure and way to go about doing this in the first place because you probably didn't have a real good way of doing that. Yeah, and, and you know, I think ROI always comes up in the conversation as in one of the things we want to be able to do is measure ROI mm -hmm. of, this, uh, of, of this investment with an agency. Uh, but I have never spoken to a company that says this is the ROI I'm trying to achieve. I mean, I think it's challenging enough to have them list out, you know, three uh, key success factors. That's even challenging for them to define. Well, right, and, right. and so to, to be able to get to an ROI, the, the, the interesting concept about ROI when you're talking about an engagement, which mm -hmm. is a multi, multi-year uh, engagement. Which, but yeah. but I yeah. think you're right is an ability to measure and ROI are yeah. two very different things, but they're very important things. And I think before yeah. you can get into ROI, you, you have to be able to understand it, what are we doing? And it, like, do you actually have a sense of, is it working, is it not working? And not working is important too, if you can yeah. properly understand the reasons for it not, because mm -hmm. then that gives you grounds for future incremental improvements, yeah. adjustments, exactly. Yeah, well, just if you, you break down the ROI part, right? So you're, you're talking about the investment, which we're talking about, you know, what's the budget uh, to go ahead and engage in an agency? What is going to be my budget for my internal resources, yeah. right? So there's all things mm -hmm. on the investment. And then the return. So, and that's another thing that you should be able to, you, you have to talk about with the agency is, um, how, what is it, what is, what is the return I'm trying to, to get and how will I be able to see it and how will you help me? Yeah, I think, get I think point? if you said, you know, if you're going in as a customer, I mean, I think we should preface with it. It really does depend on exactly the digital solution that's being mm -hmm. sold. If you're going, if a company, if a digital agency, cause that word is very broad, says to you, well, I'm going to put your ad over here. And all you're doing is, you know, pen, spending, spending program dollars, media dollars. And, you know, I think in that mm -hmm. kind of context, it should be like, and you should expect, you know, the next part of the sentence, and you should expect to, to see X amount of something, you know, impressions, video, mm -hmm. vi uh, visitors, conversions, something of right. whatever they're selling. But when it's more transformational or, or that they're being, the agency is being part embedded as part of your organization to complete work over time, then... I think a good question to ask would be, how do you think about ROI? And, yeah. and you know, it could be a combination. Of the Are two. you able to actually identify it? Yeah. Can you measure? So then you'd hope the answers would be like, well, we put a measurement framework in place. Some of the dollars you spend with us may not be so e like easy to identify exactly back to a program. Mm -hmm. um, but on the whole, this is how we approach it. And I think if you're comfortable with that answer, that you'll be able to show the KPI reporting that supports your yeah. ROI then. And I think that 
you know, a little bit of what, uh, what we've just been talking about also is that there are, there are so many different types of customers and businesses. And if we shift to sort of a, a, the, the next point or another one of the points is, you know, one of the things when you talk to an agency is that they need to be able to understand your business, your vertical. Yeah. So that that's another key question because um, in order to be able to help you right-size the investment, figure out how to measure a return, what's an acceptable type of return, whether some of the things you should be looking at, the type of audience, they have to have an understanding of, of your business. Okay. That's a good so, segue. So that was a good segue. So like what about the, so let's talk about the account process. So I think the account side of things, is that where we're going next? We have capabilities and accounts. Actually, let's go capabilities first before we go accounts because that so, sort of ties into what yeah. you're saying references. Capability is an interesting one to me because I guess... So in our world, it's all marketing automation. Mm -hmm. So it's, well, what capabilities do you have with a certain technology? But that's not the only side of it. It's maybe it's industry knowledge, expertise mm -hmm. with a certain size of organization, or even possibly solution. Is it a more transformative digital investment? Is it just simply snap in a marketing automation system and we've got it from here? So there's kind of two sides of the whole um, capabilities. See, I, I would argue that from the capabilities, it's not just about marketing automation, right? So oh, a lot from, of time from, that's the easy part. Well, that that is mm -hmm. the easy part. So mm -hmm. it's it's the the knowledge of the the technology, the what's best of breed. Uh, but from the capabilities perspective, there's uh, the strat the strategic part, mm -hmm. and then there's the account management. So there there's several different aspects of the capability. If, I, if I'm an organization that's planning on investing in an agency to support initiatives, possibly growth, possibly, I don't know, something else. I'm more concerned about their ability to navigate um, that journey with me and my yeah, organization. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll definitely, we'll get, we'll definitely get to the account process, but I think where we were going was if you're asking, we got, we have a couple of really good questions in there around budget and how, and you know, how to come up with a budget. If you said capabilities, you know, are uh, where I was going and where I think we're seeing a, a shift is to these specialized agencies where they're actually good at, at a few things mm -hmm. and, uh, and and very good at, at those few things. And maybe as you start to go outside the edge of what their bullseye is, they're not so great. So I think some of that line of questioning comes down to, you know, where's your core focus mm -hmm. and really and really pushing the agency to say, like, where do you focus so that if they kind of say, well, and we'll do this and we'll do your pay-per-click and we'll do, you we know, can do we will do everything. Right? We're then, experts in everything. Then, then you might, right, Mark? Like, yeah. I mean, how, how often have we seen, you know, when we're migrating a client or we've been brought in where there was just too many things being trying to handle by one agency that wasn't doing a very good job at anything really? Yeah, I mean, it's it's it can get messy when you're trying to juggle too much. Um, I'd rather be really good at one thing than mediocre at a, a handful of things, right? So... Um, but it's funny as you say that I'm thinking to a lot of conversations it's not too often that um, an organization we're talking to says what are you guys really good at they say what can you do mm -hmm. right and they yeah. want like a laundry list almost mm -hmm. and to your point I don't think anyone really wants to go and say we'd like to be a master of none <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, well it's, it's I think it's harder for people to say no right to because yeah. they don't want to turn down the business but that's I think from a, cl a client procuring an agency and you know, internally asking those hard questions. Really, what are we looking for? Um, what makes the most sense to maybe outsource? Yeah. And then the agency standing up to that and saying, "Well, you know what? After our first meeting, we can tell we're not a good fit." I mean, that's—I don't think you hear that all that often. 
No, no it's mm-hmm. it's pretty rare because I think and it's so competitive out there, and so yeah. it, you know you. And and I've I've had um, you know prospective clients um, say you know you know I've talked to four different agencies you guys all seem to be the same you all do the same laundry list right. of things so uh, what's different mm-hmm. and that's not really the case but what's happened in order to be competitive a lot of agencies to do that they have this massive list of things that they have as their capabilities yeah okay so. Mark, are you going to chime in there? Yeah, no, I was just going to say, I mean, in, in that regard, I mean, you got to use your best instincts on who you think is the right fit, right? But um, it's it's all about identifying, like, what's the best fit for your audience that you're going after. So I think in all of that, you can figure out what are, what are the right channels to, to get the get to those people that you need to speak to. And yeah. And I think if you're, if you were looking at it from, you know, if there's listeners that are maybe very small businesses, mm-hmm. um, you know, they may benefit from having a slightly more um, like a smaller team that sort of does a little bit of everything. And um, but I think pretty quickly as you, as you start to look around out there, it makes sense to, to go after specialists when you start, especially when you start to spend money. Mm-hmm. So, Anything else on capabilities? I mean, do you need to be asking things like certification? How many certifications do you have? Um, you know, any... I, I mean, I think I just like just to sorry, interject there. I mean, it, if you already have like your platform decided on, I mean, then if and it's like Pardot, for example, I mean, you want people that know the tool, right? Yeah. So in that regard, you would want to see some certifications, I would think. And same thing for like Acton or Mercado. Or, I think it's got a merit you know. of value for sure. I don't think it's the only value. Mm-hmm. I think you want to see when you're out evaluating vet vendors or agencies that they have an ability to solve the problem, not just... I know how to do this in a specific tool mm-hmm. but to truly understand all the things in there and to be a more strategic partner and say, well, I think we need to do this and this in addition to the original request. Yeah. I just look at a lot of our clients and a lot of them are trying to achieve some really like unique things in a lot of these automation platforms and like knowing that we have the skill set internally to do that where, I mean, they could be going to some of these like partners directly and not getting that level of service. I think that's like a big value add on our side. Yeah. I mean, I think what Kev was saying is that you certainly see the other way around where highly certified shop, but falls down on the ability to sort of strategically think through it and and account manage the way through it. So yeah, I agree. Like, I think if you had, you know, some of these questions laid out and we'll get to the account ones and then the last question on the perfect on the perfect side by side apples to apples comparison was, well, who has the biggest, you know, list of certification? I guess I suppose you'd go with the with the company that had the certs and maybe had that, you know, all things being equal, if yeah. you could get there. I mean, it's something you could tick off, right? So yeah. I guess that's with the with the technology that, um, you know, those are certain things that could be either a yes or no, either that some qualifies somebody in or qualifies them out, and then there's the more subjective things where there is no you know, certification, uh, specifically, it's more on their, their knowledge, their experience, how they work, all those things that are sort of softer, that are a little bit harder. But but it is true. I mean, we, you know, we do that. I mean, I think no matter how senior or junior you come in, you know, you're put through Acton and Pardot and all the various Mm -hmm. toolings that we use, Marketing Cloud, Marketo, AdWords analytics. So, I mean, we, we have a baseline. So we do think it's important. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I don't think we have a slide deck that says, Hey, we've got, 
you know, 75 certifications right. under our belt. But I mean, I think it's, it's probably a question to ask, especially if you're going down this route of specialized, more specialized agency to make sure that there's, or at the very least they have a process for, you know, how they think of internal education. It's a balance. I mean, I think about it for when we hire the next marketing automation specialist at Goose. As we grow, we're going to need more uh, talented folks to go and do that and manage these platforms for our customers. But just because they don't already have a, um, a consultant level certificate for Pardot doesn't mean we don't think they can get there sure. and do that. If they have a an analytical approach to things, if we think they're really good at solving challenges, blah, blah, blah. Okay. So let's get, I think that was, that was great on the capabilities. Let's get into account management. Um, so, you know, I think that uh, we had this one, you know, on Friday, you know, who, who would work with us? Who would work on our mm-hmm. account? You know, how do you, Mark, how do you think of important question? It's a very important question. I mean, um, yeah, and it, it all, it all comes down to it says the account manager, says, <laughs> right? Well, I, and I'm looking at it on my side is it's not just going to be me. It's going to be several members of my team. Like mm-hmm. it's going to be certain specialists and it, it again kind of all goes back to, okay, what are you trying to achieve and, and what channels do we need to reach out onto? I mean, there, there are different members of, of goose that are all experts in certain different things. Right. So. Yeah. Um, I think that's what I would be looking for is uh, a diverse set of skill sets agreed. from yeah. a vendor. And that's exactly what you're talking yeah, about. Yeah. yeah, I think if you had, you know, I know what we do as part of our process is usually have a slide that shows, you know, these are the individuals that we would certainly assign to you as part of your first your first year for sure. Um, and they have different roles and different skill sets underneath them, right? Whether it's even Robin coming in and doing, you know, day in insights work or, you know, somebody that's, that's supporting multiple people that are supporting the platform. So it, that tends to be, if you can get an answer that comes back with a diverse set of individuals that are going to be a part of the process versus maybe, you know, one guy that's got a year of experience at a school, like it's probably a red flag mm-hmm. <laughs> or a girl. Or a girl. That's right. right. Equal opportunity. Equal opportunity there. <laughs> The equal opportunity red flag. <laughs> yeah. There's a little bit about the personality in there also. I'm just uh, thinking about, about on some past experiences when I've, uh, you know, assigned account managers to run different accounts and, you know, had sort of a choice between a couple of them and understanding the the client who was going to be the client lead and then looking for, like you know, personality. That would, yeah. yeah, you'd want to, yeah. you know, match that up i mean you know mark spent a lot of time speaking and, and meeting with your you know with your customers with the with the leads and uh i mean you're a pretty easygoing guy so i know we <laughs> I know they all so. like you but you know sometimes people have different styles of working and That's you true. want to be able to yeah. match those together also yeah yeah i think you just have to be uh, adaptable i mean you're going to deal with a lot of different personalities that's for sure um and yeah it's just it's um just dealing with whatever their their needs that come and and giving them the best kind of solution that you see that's fit i, w- I want to talk about so you know how who's going to work on our account i think is a good flesh out question mm-hmm. you know i want to emphasize you know a topic that is important we've wrote blogs on this around you know being a great service provider after the honeymoon process is over and you've selected this vendor and you're working with them like the work process becomes so critical right so the trench work yeah. yeah i think thinking about like how do you handle us on an ongoing basis is is a, is you know what is that ongoing work process look like um 
so you know mark like you know how you know, why don't you just say a little bit about how, how we handle it and, and i think that'd be sure. the type of answer that you'd want to make sure you hear yeah i mean so i think it kind of goes back to what i was saying before i mean you you first try to like establish at least what you, you want to achieve in like your first year and then you're breaking that down by a month and then mm-hmm. uh, within like a monthly planner that we typically build with our clients we're showing them week in week out what that looks like to get us um, to everything that they're looking to achieve so, and then uh, we're reporting back on on where we are um, if, if we're ahead of schedule behind or exactly on kind of target and then what we need to do to, to kind of continue that momentum going into the next month and so yeah, on. like little things like you know do you have a weekly meeting or what is the meeting schedule mm-hmm. you know like we, we were surprised to see out there that that's well no we're going to have our meetings as part of kickoff but like does that just fizzle out after mm-hmm. 45 days or, or it's like no, no no we you know have a weekly meeting and this is what's covered and you know your your monthly reports come out like clockwork after you know seven days after the next month and these types of things i think are the mechanics of how to keep a relationship on the up and up right yeah i think to an extent you need to you need to sort of see and then eventually know that your agency partner is going to continue to move the needle forward um, without necessarily waiting for every instruction or direction like you want to feel like they're just going to push forward too to a, like a healthy, reasonable amount. Yeah. But they're not just going to sit there and wait for the next email to be engaged. Yeah. Yeah. We actually, it's interesting because, you know, we've heard that in some recent conversations um, as we were talking about, you know, how the account management works and we talk about what would happen on a weekly meeting, a monthly, and then a, a QBR, QBR, which, yeah. you know, really resonated uh, well with the, the person we were speaking to saying, yeah, this is the kind of engagement. And then the calling out saying, well, well, what would be sort of the, the nature of each one of those meetings? So some of them would just be sort of reporting on what's happened. Um, some of them would be sort of projecting on future plans. But then there would also be a series of meetings saying, you know, looking to us as a vendor to say, this is what we recommend you do. These are. I was going to say, yeah, like this idea of um, there's like the more like the day-to-day tactical mm-hmm. stuff, which have to happen. Um, but there's also... Uh, maybe more of a long-term view of to where was the journey we're taking together. Yeah. And I think we'd all agree, touch points. I think the agency's got to really dictate, like this is kind of like the adoption of new processes, tools that mm-hmm. we're going to take you on, Mr. Right. Client, Mr. and Mrs. Client. And um, that's part of why you've, you know, you've partnered with us because we have a view as to what this looks like and more importantly, how we're going to get there. And so part of the... Um, maybe monthly, but probably the quarterly sessions is more about this is where we are in that more long-term view, all these small tactical things we talk about on a um, day-to-day basis make up just this tiniest little step as to how we're getting there in the big picture, but sort of reinforcing that idea that we really do have a a grasp of that big picture and we're trying to pull this along as, you know, as swiftly as possible without skipping Mm -hmm. things in between. So we have, so I think that's a good, you know, that's a good 25 minutes of supporting a marketer and, and or, you know, whoever's making this, this uh, selection or their evaluation decision, making criteria, you know, two really good questions in budget, talking about capabilities and really what um, the agency is, is good at, um, and then about what it's going to be like, the, the account process after the fact and, you know, combination of the day-to-day tactics with uh, ongoing strategic support. So I feel pretty good about that. Yeah. Awesome. Maybe next time we can talk about experience and how to actually evaluate experience of an agency too. Oh. Great. 
That's yeah. an interesting. One. I know we didn't get into references or case studies, all all other yeah. things, but these were you know these were six things I think that would really help. So, all right. All right. Cool. Mark, good job. <laughs> Thank you. Done. <laughs> Thank you.